Welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name's Amanda, and shalom to all of you, and I pray that you all are doing well and having a blessed day. So I'm coming to you today with a really important message that I want to share with all of you, um, and it's, it's of course, surrounding uh, marriage and relationships and things like that, and I just want to share um, a word of caution and some advice um, concerning specific things. So this is not an episode um, within the Setting Boundaries series, and I do apologize. I know that I've, um, I haven't been too focused on that series, it seems. You know, I know I was delayed in getting it started. Um, I just recorded and published the first episode for that series a few days ago, and I haven't come back and done a part two, and I apologize for that. And I know I just recorded and published um, an episode that is separate from that yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Yesterday. <laughs> um, so anyways, I apologize about that, that I've kind of gone off topic. These are just, you know, as I said, um, I like to be able to share uh, messages that, you know, y'all lays on my heart to share with others that I feel is important. And um, that's just how this podcast works. <laughs> so, um, but I haven't completely stopped that series Um, I am still working on part two and however many other parts there will be for this series, but um, I will be coming out with part two soon, but I've just had other things that have been pressing and um, and not just like with certain topics that I want to discuss, but just stuff in my personal life as well. So, um, but I do want to let everybody know that I will be um, continuing that series very soon. But today I want to share with you a really important message. And again, this is a word of caution. And, um, you know, this is this is for everybody. This is for singles and those that are married, okay? It isn't just for one or the other. And I have talked about this subject before, um, I think at least one time. And uh, I do feel it's important to bring this up again. I really, really do. So I want to talk about how important it is to safeguard our purity and to safeguard our minds and our hearts. So I have mentioned quite a bit recently about how the enemy really causes delays. And I I just did an episode about that last night about why there can be delays um, for those that are still single, um, stepping into the marriage, why there seems to be a delay. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I see a lot of single people and married people as well battle is temptation, um, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. And, um, you know, one of the biggest ways that the enemy attacks both men and women, but men more, is through those types of temptations. And we have to be very careful. And again, this is for single and for married, and this is for men and for women. This is for everybody, okay? Unfortunately, we hear things that happen, such as, you know, people going to work and becoming attracted to a co-worker or a boss, um, people becoming friends of the opposite sex and becoming a little too close with that friend or becoming eventually attracted to them and so on and so forth. Um, I've talked about that it's not just physical, physical affairs that can happen, um, emotional affairs can happen as well. And I've heard of this and I've seen this amongst a lot of relationships, sadly. You know, uh, for those that are married, you know, um, women, if you know, you're home, you know, you're, you're a homemaker and your husband goes off to work. That's why I say it's important that you pray um, daily over your husband for protection and things like that. Because one, there are people that are, you know, um, they're wicked. And even though they know a person's married, they'll still try to go after that person for whatever their personal reason is. Uh, Whether it's that they're attracted or they're trying to get something from the person or whatever. It does happen and it happens to both. It happens to men and women. Uh, Women can certainly be preyed upon and men can certainly be preyed upon as well. Absolutely. Um, It happens every day. People become attracted to other people and we have to be careful with attraction. Now, is there anything wrong with physical attraction or attraction of any kind? No. Can it be used in wickedness and be used in wrong ways? Absolutely. 
And that's why I say we have to guard our hearts, our minds, and our purity. And again, this is for both men and women and singles and married. You have to be careful. Um, you know, and I've had people ask me, why is it that even if we're happily married, if we're in love, if we're, why do we become attracted to other people? And this is a really great, great question. And this is probably a psychology question. And I'm, I'm going to do my best to explain just from my, my own experiences and just what I've seen take place and what others have told me. I'm going to, I'm going to go by this, but you know, attraction can happen fairly easily. Um, and oftentimes, again, um, if you're single, what can happen is, is that oftentimes you become attracted to a person because number one, there's, there's physical attraction. You like how they look. Uh, there's also sexual attraction, which kind of falls in the same thing. You're attracted to them sexually. You know, you, you, when you look at them, you are maybe aroused or you're turned on and you just feel they're, you know, they're very handsome or they're very beautiful or whatever. Again, there's nothing wrong with feeling that way, but if, if, you know, two people come around each other and they have that thing where they're like, you know, they just want to, you know, get, get to each other and do things that they shouldn't be doing, you know, that's, that's where you have to be careful. And yes, people, um, can have those types of attractions, um, and they can have them very severely. Um, that's how one, one night stands and things like that occur, but, um, and it does happen, you know, um, you know, truth of the matter is, is that, you know, we are all beautiful and handsome people, you know, and some of us more than others, you know, and that's just the reality of things. And believe it or not, we all have types. We all have certain things that we're attracted to. Why? I don't know why. Again, these are probably questions to ask a psychologist or something. I don't know why we have certain types or attractions and things like that, but we do. Um, now, and it's interesting because I was just saying yesterday, I think it was yesterday, where a lot of people that are single will have like this list of what they want to see in their in their spouse and you know, and I try to tell them not to really do that uh, for a few reasons. The main one being that, you know, we have to trust the Father and that whoever He has chosen for us as, you know, to be our spouse, that they will be everything we need and more. Um, you know, Yah is infinite in His wisdom. He knows the right person for us, both inside and out. Because again, it's not just about the outward appearance, right? It's, it's about what's on the inside as well. But unfortunately, we live in a world that's saturated in sex, that's saturated in lust, um, and we do have, you know, um, a, 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 sorry, a diversity of people, and we have good-looking people everywhere. Um, and of course, again, what entertainment is doing is not helping. <laughs> um, so, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that we, we can't walk around with bags on our heads we can't hide how we look on the outside and yes people will look at us whether we're married or single um, and there will be people that like what they see whether we're married or single but the important thing is that we need to maintain self-control which is one of the fruits of the spirit um, and we need to not do anything to add you know fuel the fire so to speak um, so women, you know, you shouldn't be walking around dressing provocatively and trying to draw attention to yourself, right? Um, men, same thing. You shouldn't be flaunting yourself or, you know, things like that, you know, especially if you're single and especially if you're married. Um, you know, and that's why I say when you're single, you don't need to date. You don't need to go looking for somebody, you know, because Yah ordains people together and if you're a man, your wife will be presented to you. If you're a woman, you will be presented to your husband. The problem with dating is that it keeps us from focusing on what Yah has for us. And the other issue about dating is this, because we can become easily attracted to others. When we date people, which 98% of the time, they're not the people Yah has for us, right? So when we're dating, we're opening ourselves up to becoming attracted and attached to the people we're dating. And, you know, again, why do we, why do we become attracted to people? There's so many reasons why it could be that they remind us of somebody. It could be that they possess qualities that we desire in a mate. 
and they have some of those qualities it could be against sexual attraction you like how they look on the outside you know you think they're very handsome or you think they're very beautiful again they possess qualities that you find attractive and that you would like to see in your mate right or in a potential mate so when we open ourselves up to dating we're opening up the door to lust we're opening up the door to um, becoming infatuated with someone that is not our spouse and this is why I say, why do you think dating is not one time mentioned in the Bible? You don't see any examples of dating. You don't see courtship. You don't see anything like that. Because that's not how Yah created it to be. We're actually not supposed to date our spouses. We come together and we know Yah reveals to both spouses. You come together in His perfect timing. There's no dating. I mean, you might go out here and there, you know, and spend time together. And I know that's what people, society calls dating. But I guess what I'm more referring to is we should not be dating different people at the same time. We should not be looking to date people. We should not be, you know, uh, going out with somebody one week and then the next week we're going out with somebody else. And, and even if it's just one person, because again, you're opening up yourself to becoming attached to this person and becoming attracted to this person. Why do you think we hear stories like people becoming obsessive with one another, people stalking one another? Um, I mean, Hollywood has even made some movies on this topic. And you know what? They don't have it wrong. These things really do happen. It always brings me back to a movie that I watched a long time ago. Um, and it's called Fatal Attraction. And it had a, it's an old movie. I think Michael Douglas was in it. And I always think back to that and I'm like, man, you know, it's just... And these things happen. And these things can happen easily. You know, they can happen in the workplace. They can happen just by somebody you run into at the store and you happen to talk to them. You can even be attracted to somebody through a conversation you had with them. And maybe they said something that you really liked or... You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's very easy to become attracted to somebody. And this is why I say that we need, especially, if, well, whether you're single or married, and even more so if you're married out of respect, but this is, this is what I'm going to say. If you're single, I know that society will tell you that you're never going to meet anybody if you don't make yourself available and mingle, right? They use the term mingle. But here's the thing, if you mingle and things like that, you're actually going to put yourself in a lot worse position. Because again, you're going to become attracted to somebody that you're not supposed to be. You're going to become attached to them. You're going to start to like them. Then you're going to fall in love with them. Then you think they're the one. And then you're going to end up devastated and heartbroken because they weren't the one. Or they ended up being a complete jerk or, you know what I mean? Like things just completely went south. And now you're heartbroken all over again. Please just, bottom line is, stop following what the world tells you to do. You know, if you're single, you need to focus on Yah, focus on your relationship, focus on whatever he has you doing at the moment. Stop looking around for people. Um, you know, stop trying to date, stop trying to mingle and, you know, yeah, go out with friends. And let me tell you something, friendship is another thing you need to be careful of. I caution very strongly friendships with the opposite sex, whether you're single or married. Please, please, please be careful about this. I do not think it's wise um, to befriend somebody of the opposite sex, whether you're single or married. Uh, I myself personally, um, and just in case I haven't said this to any brothers who may be following my podcast, I apologize, brothers, but um, I yes, I put out messages for brothers, but I cannot counsel brothers at this time for this reason out of respect and because I don't want anything like that to happen. You know, a lot of people get misled, feelings get hurt, things happen, affairs happen, all kinds of things. Um, and so I made that a rule that I will not counsel any brothers. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it, you know, even if you're single, you know, I would really, really caution you about making friends with the opposite sex. Because once again, attraction can happen, emotional affairs can develop, physical affairs can develop, 
uh, a relationship can develop that's not supposed to. And hearts get broken. If you're married, especially if you're married, out of respect for your spouse, I would not make friends with the opposite sex. If you have a career, so I'm mainly talking to men, and if there's any women that have a career as well, this is for you. Um, Please be wise about when you interact with people of the opposite sex. Because I see this, I mean, I want to say 85% of relationships begin because people met at the workplace. Or let's say 6575 because nowadays people meet online a lot too, right? So, but people meeting at the workplace is still a huge thing. People become attracted. Um, Affairs also develop a lot out of the workplace. You ever seen these shows and movies where, you know, it, it, it portrays like the boss having an affair with a secretary or, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's horrible, but it's the truth that they're not wrong there. It does happen often. Um, I hate to say this too, because I have a lot of love and respect for people who serve, but it's been known as well that men who are in the service for a long time, they end up developing relationships with other females and things like that because they're far away whether they're single or married it's just it's not good it's just unfortunately it's not good and this is why when we are married it's such a huge area that we need to make sure we're fulfilling with our spouses because it is a need that needs to be met and when it's not met it can cause the individual to seek it elsewhere and, and this is how a lot of affairs happen too, is that, so with a married couple, what often happens is maybe they're having issues in their area of intimacy in their marriage. And then the husband can end up meeting a female coworker and ends up becoming attached to that person because maybe she's portraying things that are lacking in his marriage. So that causes him to become attracted to that woman. And before you know it, an affair has come together whether it's an emotional affair whether they just kind of flirt back and forth they talk a lot and things like that or it's progressed to a physical affair and they're actually sleeping together you know and this is a huge problem and this is happening everywhere all the time you know and vice versa it can happen the other way around too a woman can feel that there's stuff lacking with her husband in her marriage and which is another reason why i feel women should you know be in the home you know, because let's face it, women do get preyed upon a lot. Um, and I think when a woman doesn't go work a nine to five, you know, that cuts all of that out. She's at home where, you know, forgive me for saying this, but where we should be. Because that is our role. And that is what we're called to do when we're wives and mothers. So um, when you're out there working a job, you know, the, the same thing can happen. If you feel there's something lacking or whatever like that, and you meet a, a male coworker and they, they portray or possess what you feel you're lacking in your own marriage, you become connected, you become attracted, and then all of a sudden you're in an, an emotional affair, right? Or you're in a physical affair. It can happen both ways. This is why we see infidelity on such a high level. Because our world, our society is, is just riddled with, with lust and, you know, um, and and things that are lacking because there's a lot of wrong relationships that are being put together and you know the people come out of that crush and then they're looking to fulfill you know uh their their brokenness their insecurities they're looking to fix that and they think by fixing that it just takes finding whoever that understands them and that's another way that people become attracted and um enter into emotional affairs because again if they're dealing with some kind of problem and these people are willing to lend an ear and listen and they understand and they're offering you some kind of comfort, there you go. You're automatically attracted to this person because they understand you. And maybe they're treating you differently than what others have. And you have to be careful with this. Of course, now these are all good things when it's the person you're supposed to be with. But when it's not the person you're supposed to be with, this is where trouble enters in. And this is where Satan will take advantage right, of these things occurring, whether it's a single or married person, and cause that trap to be set. So we have to be very, very careful. And this is why I caution to not do dating. And I caution about friendships with the opposite sex. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. And if you're in the workplace, whether you're male or female, 
please be careful how you interact with, you know, co-workers or bosses of the opposite sex. If you have to seem like one of those where you're closed off or you're short when you're talking or something like that, so be it. But you know that you're protecting yourself. And if anybody ever addresses you about it, you tell them the truth. Hey, I'm married and, you know, I want to keep this respectable. Or, you know, hey, I'm single and, you know, I'm... I'm <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I know a lot of people don't want to say this, but, you know, hey, I'm waiting on God for my spouse, so I want to keep this respectable. I don't know. You know, I'm sure you'll come up with something, but especially if you're married, you know, um, please have that honor and respect towards your spouse, you know, and don't allow anything. You know, men, if you see a woman dressed provocatively, look the other way or look down. You know, if you know that it's going to catch your eye, or cause some kind of lust to form, um, look the other way and avoid that person at all cost. Women, same thing. If you see a man that you find attractive and they are not your spouse, they're not your husband, you need to look away and avoid that person if you can. Now, I know there are certain situations, especially in the workplace, where maybe you have to work with a person or... Um, I don't know, or maybe you're in the same group of friends or something like that. And when that happens, set boundaries. You know, if you feel like you're becoming attracted to the person, pray and ask you all for help to help you with that. Because it's a it's a form of lust. It's, it's an issue with lust. It could be also an insecurity. It could be several different things. So, you know, cry out to you, yeah, please help me. I'm feeling attracted to this person. I know they're not my spouse. And you can say this even when you're single, because obviously Yah hasn't revealed to you that that person is your spouse. They're not your spouse. You're married. You know this person isn't your spouse. But just tell the father, you know, I know this isn't my spouse and I don't want anything lustful to come out of this. I don't want any, any counterfeit relationship to come from this. I don't want to sin. I don't want to fall into sin. I can't tell you how many people fall into one night stands because they were attracted to a friend or they were attracted to a coworker or they were... You know, this is why jobs even put the rules that they do, you know, no relationships in the workplace and things like that as well, because it affects things uh, in a major, major way. <laughs> um, it's just, it's not good. Um, now, can y'all cause you to meet your spouse at the workplace? Absolutely. You can meet your, your spouse anywhere. Yah is infinite in those things, and yeah, you never know where you're going to meet your spouse. I even had somebody ask me, can I actually meet my Yah ordained spouse through an online dating service? Yeah, if that's the way Yah wants to ordain the two of you, absolutely. But follow his leading. Don't go to a dating service or, or you know, create an account or something because you're lonely and you're tired of waiting. No, do it because you were prompted by the Holy Spirit to do so. You know, just because you're in a group of friends and you see somebody you like that has qualities that you would love in a mate and things like that, that doesn't mean they're your spouse. Pray and ask, yeah, is this my spouse? Is this somebody you have in mind for me? If you're at work and you're working with somebody of the opposite sex that you feel the same way, don't automatically assume this is my spouse. It must be. No, you need to pray and seek yeah and wait to see if he gives you confirmation. Remember that Satan is a master deceiver. He loves to disguise things and he loves to make things seem like they come from the Father. You know, and so if he sees that you're attracted to someone, he's gonna be like, oh, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and trap so-and-so right now. Because I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make them think this is the person they're supposed to be with. And then what happens is, then you start connecting with the person, lust develops and all those kinds of things. Then before you know it, you're sleeping with this person. Then you become even more attached to them because now you've slept together. Right now you're even more emotionally attached and involved. Now you start falling in love and all of these kinds of things. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. You know, it's important that you pray brothers and sisters. If you're somebody that you struggle with lust in your life, pray and ask Yah to deliver you from the spirit of lust. If you're someone that struggles with not being able to be long-suffering, you're not patient, ask Yah to help you with that. If you're someone that struggles with loneliness, you're tired of being lonely and things like that, seek the Father. These are, these are voids that only He can fill in the moment until he's, He brings you into your marriage. Brothers and sisters, know, 
no affair, no one night stand, no sexual encounter, no no intellectual conversation or great conversation or anything like that will ever fulfill you and it won't take the place of who you're actually supposed to be with. And it's not worth risking and losing your blessings over these things. And believe me, I know. I've been there before. I've been there before where I had a wonderful conversation with the opposite sex and I'm like, man, and of course this was a long time ago, but I'm like, man, you know, like, man, could this person be the one? I could totally see me with this person. They're handsome and they're caring, they're kind, and we just had a really great conversation and then you get all excited and giddy and believe me, I know I've been there. <laughs> I've been attracted, you know, um, I've, I've wondered, I'm like, whoa, you know, like, could this be a possibility? And listen, it's easy to fall. And especially if you're like me, where you, you wear your heart on your sleeve, you're even more susceptible to falling for these things. If you're someone that opens up relatively easily, if you are someone that people automatically just, they like you, they're like, man, you know, you're so like, um, you're friendly, you know, you're nice and you're kind. And, you know, when you display quality characteristics like that, that almost even seem rare in today's society, yeah, you're going to attract people. It doesn't always mean it's like a sexual attraction or, you know, things like that, but you will attract people because you're like, man, you know, you're, you're someone I'd, I'd like to hang around. You're someone I would like to be around, you know, and that's great. That's how we make friends. But we have to be careful when it comes to the... And then now, nowadays, there's a problem where people are becoming attracted to the same gender. You know? And we know that's demonic. We know that that's clearly an abomination to Yahuwah as well. Um, And yet so many people are struggling with that. They don't know if they like men or women. They don't know if they like both, if they like the same, if they're... There's so much confusion and so much temptation that is rampant in our society. And that's why I'm saying we need to stay prayed up and we need to guard our purity. We need to guard our minds and our hearts. Be respectable. Be honorable. If you are married, respect and honor your spouse and Yah. You know, if you if you clearly see somebody that is dressed in a way that's going to cause you to, please turn the other way. Avoid this person respectfully, of course. If you have to work with them or you're in the same group of friends or even same congregation or something like that, set boundaries as best as you can. Pray about it and tell Yah how you're feeling. Say, Yah, you know, I, I love my husband so much, but I'm finding myself attracted to this other man. Please help me. Is this an insecurity? Is this, is this the enemy attacking? What's going on here? Am I struggling with lust? Am I struggling with, you know, what's going on? Is there something not being fulfilled with my husband, you know, and vice versa? You know, if, if you're a man, if you're a husband and you work, you know, and you have a wife and you find yourself being attracted to a female coworker or a boss or whatever, same thing. Go to you on prayer. You know, Father, please help me with this. I'm struggling. I'm attracted to this woman. I love my wife and I don't want to be unfaithful and I don't want to disrespect or dishonor her or you. Help me with this. Because it does happen. You can have the most healthiest, amazing marriage in the world. And you can be head over heels in love with your spouse or unconditionally love them. But brothers and sisters, because we're in flesh and because there's so much temptation that's rampant in our society, these things can happen. And then combine that with emotional stuff, you know, like if we're having a bad day and the opposite sex comes up to us, you know, somebody of the opposite sex is like, hey, you know, don't worry about it, you know, like everything's okay, or hey, I'll pray for you, whatever. And and that right there, we can be like, man, you know, this is a really awesome person. And then before you know it, you start thinking about them. And then you start this and that. And the next thing before you know it, you have a crush on them, or you're in love with them, or you, you see what I'm saying? You have, our feelings in our hearts are very misleading. And I was just saying this in last night's episode, where society gives us this advice that is an error, where they tell us to follow our heart. Do not follow your heart. Do not follow your feelings and do not follow your flesh. They will always lead you astray and lead you in error. And they will also lead you into lustful situations. Things that appeal to you. There's three things that are always the core of a sin. 
and it could be one or the other or all of the above and that's again the less of the eyes the less of, less of the flesh and pride of life can we lust for other things other than a person absolutely we can lust after money we can lust after food we can lust after all kinds of things look up the definition of lust it's not just a sexual thing you know we can become lustful and obsessive and idolize other things as well this is why it's important that we safeguard ourselves and we pray and we cover our spouses in prayer even if we're not even with them yet you cover them in prayer so that these things don't happen because this is how wrong relationships relationships excuse me develop this is how we fall into sins this is how we fall into various uh, temptations and things that again going back to last night's episode can potentially delay us and block us from our blessings and delay us and block us from the people we're actually supposed to be with. Somebody asked me, they said, when we finally come together with our spouse, do we have to tell them about our past? And what they were referring to was relationships, sexual encounters, things like that. And I said, no. I mean, I think you should always be open with your spouse, but when things happen in the past like that, that no longer have a connect. Now, if they were involved with somebody that kids with this person or whatever, then yes, you need to discuss this person. But when it's flings that took place, one night stands, bad decisions, things like that, there's no need to share things that are no longer relevant and they're done away with. They're, they're in the past. Because I've had people ask me, you know, what if my spouse doesn't accept me because maybe I was more sexually active than them or I was more loose or I was more what they judge well it's like they're not supposed to judge you period you know if they truly are from Yah, they're going to accept you for who you are the good and the bad the mistakes the bad decisions our past is a part of us but it doesn't serve our future and it doesn't define who we are our mistakes our pasts do not define who we are and that's why i was even saying that for some that's why you're still delayed stepping in your marriage because you haven't come out of certain things that y'all need you to come out of and leave those things in the past. So you can become who you need to become because who you were is not who you're called to be. If that makes sense. So when you come together with your spouse, you're going to be the person you need to be. So there's no need for them to really know who you were. Does that make sense? No, it's not hiding anything from them again, unless it's relevant to your union. If it's relevant to your union, then yes, you discuss it and, and you open up to them, you're honest with them. And then when they do that, the, the spouses that are hearing this, you do not judge your spouse. You give them grace. Because you know what? More than likely, you made mistakes as well. Not just them. Majority of you that are going to come together with your spouses, or you already have, I can guarantee that both spouses at some point did things they're not they're not proud of or were with other people it's very rare nowadays that people are have actually saved themselves for their spouse initially now there are people the second time around that realize what they've done was wrong and then they save themselves again um yes and you can do that but it's very rare that people can say i've never been with anybody else or i've never been attracted to somebody else or i've never had a crush on somebody else it just doesn't exist. We've all been there. We've all done it. Just to one uh, severity or another. Some of us did more than what others have done. You know? Um, but there's forgiveness and there's grace. And if the Father can forgive us, then our spouses need to forgive us as well. And vice versa. But going back to what I was saying, you know, this is why I say it's important that you safeguard yourself whether you are single and waiting on the one from young or you're married. It is very, very vital that you safeguard yourself because this can happen anywhere and it really can, unfortunately. I mean, it's, it's sad to say, but again, our society is so rampant with temptation and lust and... <sighs> You know, and the enemy, he's cunning, you know, and I hate to admit this, but he is cunning. Um, and he knows how to manipulate. And he knows how to take the things that we struggle with the most or where we're most weak at. Um, and he knows how to take those things and use it against us. 
And again, if you're struggling, whether you're single or married, if you're struggling, take it to you in prayer. Ask him for help. Or go to a trusted person. You know, if you have a trusted close friend or a trusted relative, you know, go to them and tell them, you know, I'm experiencing this. What can I do? You know, um, and trust me, one of the worst things that we can do is, is um, be unfaithful. And yes, if you're single and um, you, you know, become involved with somebody who's not your spouse and you're in a relationship and all that, yes, you are essentially being unfaithful to your, your yard and spouse. Yes, you are. That's why I was saying that any relationship outside of the one Yah's ordained for you is an adulterous relationship in his eyes. It's sinful. Because you're involved with somebody that is not your spouse. Adultery or infidelity is being with somebody who is not your spouse. You're unfaithful to them. So yeah, even when you're single, technically you're committing adultery. You're, you're being unfaithful to your spouse. Whether it, You may not even know them yet, but you're still being unfaithful to them. <laughs> you know? You're still being unfaithful to them. When you date different people and talk with different people and flirt with them and you know, go out to eat with them and, you know, this and that and the next thing. Yeah, you're essentially cheating on your spouse. When you're married, of course you're cheating on your spouse. Absolutely. And you know what's what's even more to show you how serious this is, is that the only grounds for divorce, one of them anyways, that Yahuwah gives in scripture is infidelity, adultery. So adultery, abuse, abandonment, and then, you know, wrong relationships, counterfeit relationships. He's got to allow those to break down. But uh, he does hate divorce. and But that is one of the exceptions he will give is adultery. That's how serious it is. That even if you were in your yacht ordained marriage and you were unfaithful to your spouse, you cheated on them, they have a right to divorce you. That's how serious it is. Because remember, when you marry... Once again, in your already marriage, not somebody you were never supposed to be with, you become one flesh. It's a one flesh union. So when you cheat on your spouse, when you become unfaithful, you're ripping apart that union. When you're single and you're dating and you're just hooking up with whoever and you're essentially cheating on your spouse, it's the same thing. But except you're delaying or blocking your marriage to take place physically for you to come together with them. That's what you're doing. And then when you do finally come together, then you might have baggage with you or you might have things that now you have to work through because of the choice you made. So either way you slice it, either way you go, it's just not good. Don't be unfaithful. Don't be unfaithful to God. Don't be unfaithful to your spouse, whether you know them yet or not, period. Safeguard yourself. It is very easy to become attracted to the opposite sex or even the same. Because nowadays, I mean, everything seems to be, you know, permissible. As sad as that is, I mean, we need to safeguard ourselves. We need to safeguard ourselves. And be honest with people. Be honest with people. Tell them, if you're single, I am saving myself for my spouse. If you're married, I'm married. You know? Be honest with people. This is another reason why, too, it's like... It's bad when you mix in things that can alter you. So, like, if you're drinking or doing some kind of drug or something like that and you're in a group or whatever, you're around that person that you've been trying to keep boundaries with or whatever... Well, what do you think is going to happen when you drink or when you're doing some kind of drug that alters you? And what do you think is going to happen? Again, this is how a lot of one-night stands come to be. And this is how a lot of affairs can begin as well. Be wise. You know, be wise about these things. If, if you get together, like your coworkers say, Hey, you know, we're going to get together after work. We're going to go get some drinks. Do you want to come? And you know that somebody you've been trying to keep boundaries with or somebody you feel like that's been trying to come on to you or maybe you feel a slight attraction towards them is going, what do you think your answer should be? Your answer should be no. <laughs> because if you go and have drinks and that person is there and 
now you're going to start feeling differently, right? The drinks are going to start hitting you a certain type of way. Now you've opened yourself up to, to some problems. Your self-control goes out the window. And you're impaired. So your answer should be, no thanks, maybe next time. Same thing with a group of friends. Just be wise, brothers and sisters. You know, use, use your head. Because these are the ways that the enemy will try to trap you. And some people don't even, but it's like, it, it's really logical, you know, like, like I just said, if it's a group of friends and they're inviting you to go out and there's somebody that's going to be there that you, you've either had an attraction to, or they've had an attraction to you or don't do it. Same thing with, with work, you know, if they invite you out, you know, and just don't do it. Just say no, <laughs> no, thanks. I appreciate it. Maybe next time. Same thing with social media. I got to throw this in there too, because social media is another huge way. You know, please be careful about what you do on social media. Be careful who you talk to. Um, Again, if you're married, I will say this, unless you have a business or ministry page, um, if you have a personal page, if you're and you're married, you and your spouse should create a page together and not have individual ones. It's not because you don't trust each other. It'll just make things a heck of a lot easier in many ways. Um, you know, if, I've talked a lot about social media and, and do's and don'ts. You know, please, if you're if you're single and your spouse, you know this is your spouse is on there too. And I don't know, you guys are in separation and there's things going on. Please do not try to make each other jealous. Do not try to post all kinds of things like you're living your best life. Please don't post pictures or old pictures of you and an ex or even somebody you're currently messing around with or whatever. Please don't do these things because you're just making things much worse and you're delaying and blocking your blessings even further. And then your spouse is probably over there thinking, okay, they're doing this. You're over there thinking, okay, they're doing that. I mean, and here we go again with what I said, that even when you're single, essentially, you're either actually being unfaithful to your spouse or you're portraying that you're being unfaithful to them. And if your spouse is seeing these things, imagine how it's going to make them feel. And then when you guys do actually finally come together, they're not going to have a very positive outlook towards you. And they're going to have some questions. Well, are you, like, involved with this person or what? <laughs> and you're going to be like, what person? Uh, the person that you've been posting pictures about and making your life seem like it's this way and what's going on? You're only going to make things worse when you do these these foolish things because that's what it is. It's immature and it's childish. And I've, I've seen this happen a lot and I've heard of this happening a lot. Or they'll block one another or... You know, they'll just they'll play these silly games and just try to make each other jealous. And it, it's not good, you know, and, and whether it's actually happening in your life or you're making it seem like it's happening, either way, it's not good. To be portraying that, you know, you're messing around with somebody else or that you're with somebody else or to actually be with somebody else that you know you're not supposed to be with. You know you're not. And that's what's sad is that these people most of the time, Yah has been speaking to them. Yah has been showing them. And people either ignore these things or they know, but then they get upset. They get lonely. They get bothered. They get frustrated. Maybe something they saw made them jealous or upset. And then they go off on this warpath. Once again, all you're doing is making it worse. All you're doing is making it worse. It's not going to make... Remember, fight your battles on your knees. Don't try to take things into your own hands. Don't try to control a situation and do what you feel is logical. Because remember, our hearts, our mind, and our flesh lead us astray. It misleads us. It misguides us. It causes us to do things that are not wise. And some of these things that we do, we can't take back. So that's another thing that we have to keep in mind as well. We have to be careful. I have had people come to me, confidentially of course, and have told me, I don't know what to do. I am madly in love with my spouse, but I'm attracted to somebody else. 
Sometimes it's, it's through social media. Sometimes it's through the workplace. Sometimes it's through friends. Sometimes it could have been some random person they, they keep bumping into. It could be maybe where you live at. It could be a neighbor. It could be a friend of a friend. It could be a friend of a family member. I mean, it could be anybody. And once again, going back to social media, if you are married and want to have a personal page, it's not business related or ministry related, create an account together. So people know you're married. Okay? Once again, it's not because you don't trust each other, you're trying to keep tabs. It's to avoid what I'm saying that we need to avoid. Um, you know, be careful who you talk to. Even if you made a page together and say, wife, you know, you're at home, your husband's at work, and you decide to log in because you're, you know, you have some downtime and you want to just kind of scroll and see what's up on Facebook. Once again, use discretion, use discernment, be wise, be careful. You know, I mean, and that's what we need to do. Husbands, same thing when you go to work. Husbands or wives or male or female, same thing when you go hang out with friends. If you're invited somewhere, if you're same thing. Or even if, you know, with coworkers, if you're invited to go somewhere, be like, hey, can I bring my can I bring my wife? You know? Now, you know, people have asked me, you know, when we're married, can we do things by ourselves? Yes. Every spouse deserves some me time or alone time or even if they just want to go hang out with friends. Absolutely, wives. Absolutely let your husbands be able to have their own time. Husbands, allow your wives to have their own time. If they want to go out with a couple of, of friends to grab some coffee or something like that, she can do that without you having to go. Uh, wives, if your husband wants to go watch a game with some of his friends or something like that or whatever, I mean, yeah, right? Because there should be trust. But once again, when these opportunities arise, again, safeguard yourself. If your friends happen to be single or they're the type to be promiscuous like that or whatever and they start doing stuff, just be like, hey, you know, no, no thanks. <laughs> I'm married. You know, or even if you're single, hey, no thanks. I want no part in that. That's not me. It's not my style. Just say no. Place boundaries. Please do not go along with things because it's what everybody else is doing. Or if you feel pressured, then you need to make new friends and avoid those people. Cut those people out of your life if they're causing you to sin or causing you to do something that would destroy your life or your marriage or whatever that Yah has in store for you. Not to mention if it's, if it's again, going to cause you to sin. I mean, that's, you know, it's not good. <laughs> so use wisdom, brothers and sisters. Use discernment. You know, um... Proceed with caution and be in a lot of prayer for you and your spouse. And again, even if you're single, same thing. Keep in mind what I've said. Safeguard yourselves. Safeguard your purity. Safeguard your mind and your heart. The enemy is always looking for ways to cause people to fall into sin and temptation to destroy whatever it is that you've got going in your life that Yah's brought to you, especially your marriages. Or he wants to cause you to fall in a wrong relationship so that you never get into the right marriage. So that you never get into the marriage Yah has for you. He uses this all the time. But I can't tell you how many men have fallen victim to counterfeit relationships through temptation. Through just thinking they're in love and it, it's infatuation, it's sexual attraction, it's lust and all these types of things. And it destroys their lives. It keeps them from what Yah has for them. And when they finally come to and realize it takes quite a bit to get them out of it. And then they have quite a bit that they also have to heal from as well. It's not worth it. Brothers and sisters, please hear me when I say this. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. No amount of pleasure, no anything like that is ever worth jeopardizing and forfeiting your blessings or it destroying your life and then you needing deliverance and healing and all the... It, none of that is worth it, brothers and sisters. Believe me. Taking a job because you're going to get paid a lot is not worth it when it's not the job for you. Eventually, it will come falling apart. 
counterfeit anything is that it's counterfeit. It's not for you and it will damage you. It will destroy your life if you let it. Please use discernment. Please be in prayer and please be careful. I know it's hard to avoid things when they're all over the place. I know lust and temptation is all over our society. I know it is. Everywhere we turn, it's everywhere. And what's even sad and sickening is that it's even preying on young people, teenagers, kids. You know, it's disgusting. It's perverted and it's horrible and it's it's an absolute abomination to Yahuwah. You know, it's it's just terrible. That even our kids can't even go to school without being tempted or falling prey to something like that. You know what I mean? We need to be on guard always. We need to safeguard our marriages and our future marriages. We need to protect ourselves. We need to pray over our spouses and our children. And There's a lot of ugliness out there. There's a lot of temptation out there. There's a lot of lust for a lot of different things that are out there. Please don't fall victim to these things, brothers and sisters. Please do not. All right, I felt like there was maybe more I was going to say, but I think that's everything that I wanted to share. Um, Again, if you have any additional questions, please feel free to email me at byhisgracemarriage at gmail.com. Prayer or anything like that, counsel. Again, I will be resuming that hopefully November 1st, if all goes well. And again, I'm sorry to any brothers that I may have listening, but Um, I myself have even recently decided that I will not be counseling any brothers. I'm sorry. Um, And I'm going to be doing that out of respect and for a lot of what I said in this episode. (laughs) So I'm really, really sorry about that. Um, If I can, I'll try to point you to maybe somebody I may know that could help you. Um, as far as like maybe another brother or something like that. Um, And of course, I'll always encourage you to pray as well. Um, but if there's anything I can do to help, and yes, I know I do words uh, for men, and you may have some questions, and you know, uh, if you have a question, please feel free to ask me. I don't see anything wrong with that, but I do not want to counsel men because when you counsel people, you have to develop a a relationship, um, and sometimes you you work and talk with individuals for a certain amount of time, and I don't feel it's right for me to do that with brothers. So, um, but if you are needing counsel, I will do my best to find somebody that can help you and I'll connect you with them and go from there. And of course, encourage you to pray as well. So, all right, that is everything. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please stay tuned for, uh, more on the setting boundaries series, hopefully coming up here soon. And thank you all so much for your patience. I truly appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk with you in my next episode. Shalom.